0: good, everybody? It's Los here. We back on the throne of positivity where the first is last and the last is first. In today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare. I know this is a hotly debated or hotly discussed topic in the church where we want to know what is spiritual warfare? What, what are these things that I'm going through? Why am I going through them Are there really forces out there that have set themselves against us as the righteous ones of God, the chosen people of the Lord and the holy priesthood of God? Are there truly demons out there that are seeking to destroy us? Well, in this podcast episode, we're going to get deep into that, uh, mainly doing a topical study on or just a discussion on Ephesians 6 and the armor of God. I've been going through a lot of things in my life in this past season, and it's just been intriguing. It's been very difficult to learn these lessons, but one of the most important things that I've learned in spiritual warfare is that idleness is not for the child of God. There is no place for idleness in the kingdom of heaven. God is looking for individuals who are going to be active and alive in this battle. There is not only work to be done, but there are battles to be fought. There is a war that has already been won in the heavenlies, but there are battles that still need to be fought. And I want to encourage you, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you find yourself, God is always with you. The Lord is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And I want you to be confident in that. I want you to truly meditate. What does that mean? What does that mean? For me, what it means is like the psalmist David said, if I ascend to the heavens, you are there. If I descend into the valley, you are there. If I go to the sun, you are there. At the top of the mountain, there you are. If I make my bed in Sheol, there you are. When I rest my head at night, there you are. When I arise in the morning, there you are, O God. How can I escape from the Lord? There is nowhere I can go. There is no place far east. There is no place far west. There is no height north, no depth south that I can go to. Be away from God for he is with me. And he will never leave us nor forsake us. So I want you to be confident in these things and consider how God considers you. David also says in Psalm 8, When I consider the works of your fingers, O God, when I look at the stars in the sky, the sun and the moon, the angels, the sons of God, how you have made us a little lower than them, what is man that you are mindful of him? and the son of man, that you consider him. Think about these things. God created the angels in all their glory to represent his glory and his power and his authority. And when you think he created us, why does he care about us? If you look at the majesty as Psalm 19 says that the sun and the moon and the stars of the sky in the night they pour forth testimony of the of the glory of God. Why does God consider us? You may be asking, all right, what's the point of all of this? Why does this have to do with spiritual warfare? Because I want to establish in you that God is always with you. In the darkest, deadest of night, in the silence that pierces your ears, he is there. In the greatest moments, the brightest dawn, the earliest of days, when you first open your eyelids, He is there. In your unconscious and conscious moments, He is there. In life, in tragedy, in suffering, He is there. I want to establish this because in the name of Jesus, in the name of God, the name that is above all names, There is victory. His name is victory. I want you to establish that in your mind. I want that to be something that is a pillar of which is built up in your spiritual house so that you may know that when you fight these demons and these principalities and powers and princes of the air of the heavenly places, that you would know that the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords, the God of Gods, is with you. He who takes his seat in the throne, amongst thrones of the divine council, the Most High God, El Elyon, he is with you. Almighty God, El Shaddai, he is with you. I want your confidence to be placed in the Lord so that when you see These demons set themselves up against you. And you see that they are ready for war. And they are ready for blood to be spilled. That the victory has already been won. I want to get into this warfare, this spiritual warfare. Where does it take place? At first, I thought it was the battlefield of the mind. I thought it was the battlefield of the mind. But as I truly considered this I think there are multiple battlefields initially I was going to think it's in the heart but I believe it's both in the heart and the mind there are two places where these things occur these battles why the heart the bible says out of the abundance of a man's heart his mouth speaks as a man thinketh in his heart so is he So these demons know that if they can get you to think a certain thing within your heart, you will identify with this. These principalities know that out of the abundance of that which you feel, you speak. You cannot separate a man from his heart nor his tongue, but also the battlefield is in the mind. For the Bible says, take every thought captive to the submission and obedience of Christ test these things test them against the authority of christ are these foreign thoughts or are they domestic whether they be foreign or domestic they must all answer to him who has authority who sits at the right hand of the throne of god to him whom judgment has been given who judges righteously and purely and perfectly is this your thought or is it a Thought from demons. It doesn't even have to matter. Because if it's your thought, it could be a carnal thought. And the true battle that's being waged is against the carnal man and the spirit man. As dictated in Romans 8. For we walk by the spirit, which is by faith. And not by the flesh, which is sight. And if you can go and understand. You must begin to be active. In thinking about what you're thinking about, are you taking account of the thoughts that are entering in your mind, or do you assume that they are your own and thus you must identify with these thoughts because of the simple existence that they arise within yourself? Or do you recognize that a thought can be implanted in your mind? It could be a seed that was introduced. And now, will you allow it to bear fruit? Or will you bring it to the vine and see where did this come from? Does this seed, is it attached to the true vine that is Jesus Christ? Or did another come and sow tares amongst the wheat? This is what we must consider. Just because you have thoughts in your mind or emotions in your heart doesn't mean you have to identify with these things cast down every stronghold cast down every thought bring it to captivity to Christ Jesus that he may deal with these things and bring yourself under submission of him and you will have peace in your mind that transcends all understanding I want to go to Ephesians 6 where Paul is writing to the Ephesians and he says in verse 10 finally be strong in the lord and in the strength of his might remember i was trying to establish in you the strength and the omnipotence and how he is always present with you i want you to be strong in the lord confident in the strength of his might he is el shaddai like you the almighty does that not make give you shivers Down your spine for me is just something beautiful to hear the name El Shaddai. And then verse 11 says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Peter writes in his epistle and he says, be not ignorant of the devices of your adversary, the devil, for he prowls around like a lion seeking whom to devour He came only to steal, kill, and destroy, so those are the only things that he can introduce into your mind. Don't be ignorant of his devices nor his schemes. The devil is repetitive. He's not creative like our God. So do not be ignorant of these things, but be active in this battle. For idleness has no place in the kingdom of heaven verse 12 for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the cosmic powers of this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places be not foolish my brothers and sisters you're married at your, yeah I'm sorry you're mad at your spouse because they're angry or they're impatient or they're incompetent or they're ignorant or they're this or they're that those are accusations. Where do those accusations arise from? Where does their irritability arise from? Who is orchestrating these things? The Bible talks about when Jesus was on the cross. He tells God the Father and he prays, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yes, he was referring to the cross at the moment. But remember that the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged blade. Not only was he speaking into that moment, but in all moments. What what he is referring to is that your, your battle truly is not against flesh and blood. It's against these principalities and these authorities of the present darkness of this world. You have to understand there are authorities out there that are seeking to destroy your inheritance in Christ. So when you understand that your fight is not against your spouse, your fight is not against your children or your parents, your friends, or your even your adversaries. You have no enemies that are of the flesh because in one way or another, we are all influenced to some degree by the powers that be of the air. So be not ignorant of these schemes. Don't fight flesh and blood no fight spirit with spirit take on the armor of god as it states in verse 13 therefore take up the whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm stand firm against those authorities not against flesh and blood flesh and blood is weak we have no true power bring your case before the true judge of the universe bring the accusations that the accuser has brought before you to slander you bring them in court and allow god the father who is your judge and jesus christ who is your lawyer and the holy spirit who is your te- your witness to make a case and win a case for you your fight your fight is not against flesh and blood, but it is in the courtrooms of heaven. Verse 14, Stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as for shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Why the belt of truth? Why the belt of truth? The belt of truth fastens Your waist, right? It fastens your leggings. It allows you to have footing. Uh, And having put on the breastplate of righteousness, do everything you can to live righteously before the Lord. Everything possible. And it'll protect your heart. It'll guard your heart. That's why David said, I have stored your, your word in my heart, O Lord, that I may not sin against you, O God. And then for shoes, for your feet, Put on the the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Why is the gospel of peace the readiness as our, of our shoes? I'm, I'm reminded of Romans eight, where it says, "There now, therefore, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. There is peace in knowing condemnation does not come from God, not in this life, not now." For those who do not believe have condemned themselves. They have condemned themselves. But you as a child of God, there is no condemnation for you. There is only justice and righteousness that awaits you. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The shield of faith is what you defend with, but The sword of the spirit is what you attack with. So you deflect the flaming arrows of the evil one with your faith. But you attack with the word of God. You attack with the word of God when the devil lies to you and says that what God promised you is not true. You take up the shield of faith and you deflect that arrow but at the same time you take the sword of the spirit and you tell him it is written oh god remember your promise to your servant how you have caused me to hope in your word oh lord how your word your promise has given me life oh god how your word is the bread of life oh father i remember your word you don't fight directly against the enemy you bring the word to god He fights the battles. For that's why Peter wrote. Submit to the Lord. Resist the devil. And he shall flee. And he shall flee. We must take up that shield of faith. And attack with the sword of the spirit. And having the helmet of salvation. Knowing that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. The helmet of salvation. That is to say. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And if. You can just cry out. The name of Jesus, I guarantee you there will be a peace that transcends all understanding that will overtake you and protect you in the name of God. Pray at all times in the spirit. With all prayer and supplication. This reminds me of Philippians four, where it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, make your desires known to God (laughs) And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard you in Christ Jesus, your Lord and Savior. Understand, God is with you. And you are not alone in this battle. The Lord goes before you as a pillar of fire by day and a cloud at night. Trust in the Lord that he will deliver you and he will be with you. Fight the good fight. Run the good race. The war has already been won, but that doesn't mean there aren't battles to be fought. There is no place for idleness in the kingdom of God. So I would just like to wrap up with saying, have peace in knowing that your confidence is found in the strength and the might of the Lord our God. So I thank you guys for listening to this podcast episode. Consider leaving a review. Also, I would like to invite you, if you would like to support the ministry in any type of way, in the description of this episode, uh, I have placed my usernames for uh, ways you can support the ministry. This is my full-time vocation. It would be greatly appreciated if you can support in any type of way. But again, this is Los We on the throne of positivity where nobody shall dethrone us. All the glory be to the King of Kings. Lord of Lords and God of Gods, our King, Jesus Christ. Amen.